0: The movie is called U2, A Rock Crusade. It's a documentary from 2009. That's right. It's a documentary. It's part of the same genre as uh, Night and Fog and Crumb and Gimme Shelter.
1: (laughs) It's essentially a hagiographic portrait of Bono and his philanthropy, his charity work, his activism, whatever you want to call it, that is without tension or sharp edges of any kind. I mean, insofar as it even entertains the idea that anyone might want to criticize Bono, it presents all of the criticism in a kind of fortune cookie or like astrology sort of way. You know, when you open a fortune cookie and it says something like, sometimes your compassion can lead you to be too trusting or, you know, something something like that. So, you know, even when it does entertain the idea that, you know, someone uh, might deign to be a critic of the great man Bono, it's very much in that vein, you know, it's like the type of criticism that... Uh, is really just praised by any other name. Uh, So this is a film which introduces Bono as someone with quote, never-ending energy, drive, and commitment to social causes. Uh, This is the story of a charismatic performer who takes his talent into politics. It's in fact uh, so bending over backwards to praise Bono and represent him as a kind of uh, flawless and saintly figure that at one point, in showing some footage of a press conference he did with Bob Geldof, uh, achieves the unimaginable feat of making Bob Geldof look <laughs> cool, uh, and and somehow uh, thinks that by showing the scene where Geldof is very pointed and critical uh, towards various governments for just not meeting various commitments around climate change, and Bono is very obsequious, it then tries to present Bono's obsequiousness uh, you know, his his flattery of power as actually, you know, this is the sort of adult and mature and diplomatic position that, you know, somebody, only someone as enlightened as Bono could possibly understand. That is
0: definitely what the movie is saying. But what what's I think interesting about the movie, just as an object, just as a fact is that because it doesn't feel like an actual human being made it, it, it feels just like This is the ambience. You know, this is (laughs) this is received wisdom turned into a movie by itself most of the bad documentaries that we watch were made by someone you know like you like you watch a Dinesh D'Souza movie you're laughing at it because it comes from his cracked and twisted brain and it's it's received wisdom filtered through that or Michael Moore hates America is received wisdom filtered through this kind of aw conservative weirdo from the midwest But this movie is just the received wisdom. I kind of feel like I'm pulling the curtain back. Who's behind this? And I'm mixing my movie metaphors here, but like Dr. Mabuza isn't there anymore. It's just like, it's (laughs) it's just like a speaker that's broadcasting Mabuza.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I mean, the movie is just a kind of ambient solipsism, isn't it? It's utterly devoid of content. I mean, it is very much, you know, the documentary equivalent of what it must sound like when, you know, The Edge is trying to create a riff And he's just playing like two notes over and over again. But it's creating this big sort of ambient sound because he's got it hooked up to like 15 pedals. The whole movie is like that. It's just this kind of endless meandering portrait of, you know, one man's journey to save the world.